What's up, y'all? Podcast number 38 is here. Take a listen as we sit down with our special guest, none other than WBO junior lightweight titleist, Jamel Herring. You know the vibes. This ain't one of them times you can slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that phase, I'm just show and prove. You know the vibes, why not? Ain't got no hands up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in the mind, y'all not. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind, and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. And keep the pressure on these eyes, they call you lacking. Till you flopping on the canvas and bombing your weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got great seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from JDJ and Q. You know the vibes. All right, what up, Boxing World? It's Boxing Vibes TV. We're not in the studio today, but we're still at work, and we brought a very special guest. So let me go ahead and introduce the crew. We got Ooh. JD. Right here. What's up, man? We got Q. What's happening? What's happening? Go ahead and tell them what to do, Q. Man, y'all, please hit the uh, smash that like button for us real quick, man. Y'all see what we're doing, man. Show us some love. Show us some love. All right, and, the, and that very special guest, I'm pretty sure y'all recognize him is the lightweight WBO champion, Jamel Simplify Heron. Heron. Appreciate yeah, you coming yeah, on. Yeah, oh, yeah, Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead, Jay, kick it to you, JD. Go ahead and uh, kick off with your first question, man. We got the champ in the building. All right, Jamel, so we're going to get into it, man. We, we definitely like to talk about um, the whole body of a lot of fighters' careers. So we usually right. kind of definitely dig into a question uh, related around uh, amateur background. Right. And so I know you represented, you know, us in the Olympics, and you had a lot of experience as an amateur. So tell me, um, what do you feel about, you know, extensive amateur backgrounds when it comes to the pro game? As a, or do you think there's uh, a time where you can overstay being an amateur, or is there kind of a perfect sweet spot to you as far as amateur experience goes? I mean, I mean, for most part, you guys see just in the American scene, like um, most of the top American top amateurs, once they hit the Olympics, you know, they usually after that, uh -huh. draw, they, they, they on to the next thing. But like, as you see in some like, in terms of like European fighters, like, for example, Lomachenko. Right, Lomachenko. Yeah, like 400 fights. And mm -hmm. then, all, you know, and he got two gold medals in the Olympics, which is cool. But, you know, when they had put him, when he went to pro, they kind of tried to put him on the fast track as a pro. And I'm not saying he doesn't have that same success that he had as an amateur as a pro, but you know, when you look at the record and everything, you know, it, it, he's been a, it's been like an up, uphill battle for him at times because of all that experience and all that wear and tear on his body. From you know, 400 fights is 400 fights, whether it's three three minute three rounds or whatever. That's still you know, there's a lot of people. You get a lot of opponents you done came across, and then you know you want to compete. You know, and you're expected. As you know, with him to, to compete at the highest level, so it was like once he got in the pros, he he didn't have that time to right. like develop and you know there was no it was never a prospect level for him. It, it was he was just a, um, a pro debut contender, and then you know he he was he was on the world title scene, and you know what I mean. And as you seen, he had to show the wear and tear. Finally, you know, it's time right. to catch up with him as well. But and on the flip side, I don't like I don't like how like you see a lot of um these young kids who. Who I believe need a little bit more amateur experience on their on their background to um you know to succeed or do well in the pros because I always tell the kids like if you look at it your, your amateur background is pretty much like your 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 resume for a job oh, especially when it comes to the business side of boxing 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When, they, when, when you look at these promoters, you rather have the, um, I look like this, you rather have the, the promoter come to you than you trying to go to the promoter. Because when the promoters come to you, that means they see something in you. But if you're trying to like, you know, oh, well, I, I did this and now I want, I want to go pro, but no one's really looking at you. You know, you know, you, for, for starters, you might not get put on the, the, on the proper roadmap as a pro. Mm-hmm. You might not get the, the money that you look for, you know, and the signing bonus of that. But when you like have a good amateur background, and you got like say like top rank, um, Al Heyman, Golden Boy, and all these guys is uh, bidding for you. You're in a good situation there instead of you trying to go out there looking for the um, promoter because your resume isn't strong enough. Right. And I want to dig into um, also when you mentioned wear and tear. Uh, we were speaking with um, another young prospect probably about a week ago, right. and he was saying that a lot of wear and tear actually comes from the sparring yeah. and from a lot of the training. So walk me through. Kind of how do you kind of keep your body fresh I mean, as far as trying to not take too much wear and tear, but keep yourself sharp when it comes to getting ready for a big-time fights? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because that, that's a true point. Because um, for at one point in time, I was, I, was always, um, I was always in between fights still doing mm-hmm. a lot of sparring stuff. But then when, you know, when I started training with Bud, you know, Terrence Crawford, he was like, bro, he said, yo, you know, you don't gotta do all. You don't have to have the, all the wars, especially mm-hmm. when you know you getting you getting older. Why you know go out there and just be sparring and be sparring when you got nothing coming up and you you know potentially take a lot of the fight out of you, right? You know, then you know it's time for the real fight. You know you ain't got nothing left of you. So like like Bud, like this time even now like like say right now he ain't got nothing train. He's not training for a fight. He was just out there in Dallas. You know y'all all know Earl, right. Earl my Earl's my guy too. I speak to Earl all the time as well. You know, so you know, you know that situation. I'm pretty sure we'll get to that. But um, <laughs> but like um, like Bud was the type of person. Like even though when he's off, if I need help from my own camp, he'll fly in, whatever. They're like you know, we'll, and we'll spar each other and do whatever. But like he's not going. Well, like he'll come in just for the spawn, but he's not at the same time. He's not trying to do the whole camp workout because he knows road work and all that other stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like he'll. Like he'll, he'll like he'll do just enough because yeah, yeah, see him. He's always in the gym. Like Bud will do just enough, just to stay active and ready. And my man Bo Mac over here talking shit. Shout out to <laughs> over here. He looking at me up, mentioned Bud. Look, here he come. Here he, he about to come say something crazy, Bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he come in. What up? What up? What up? What's good, man? This is scary, like, but like he you know, like say, like same thing, like you know, if Bud needs some extra extra work when he's training, you know, I'll come in and give him that same love I, that he'll give me. I got a question for y'all. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. How do a, a fighter stay sharp and ready to go? How do a fighter stay sharp and ready to go? Ready to go? Um, yeah. with, my, with, with, my, with my limited experience sparring, um, I mean, for me, throw, there's, not, there's nothing more, um, I guess, uh, predictive of how you will fight than than fighting but at the same point in time i'm not a professional fighter so i'm not sparring i know back when i was just sparring man sometimes i wake up head neck headaches and it wouldn't be that heavy of sparring so for me the layman answer is just you know the best way to get better throwing punches is throwing punches the way, way to get better uh defense is practicing your defense and what better defense to have somebody throwing punches at you so i mean ready, I, there's, get ready. yeah yeah you got you know what i'm saying so and uh, yeah, other thing too, you stay ready. Hey, my, my answer would be, and I was just talking to uh, Jay early today, because uh, before we hopped on, I was I was going on a run, and I hadn't ran in like two months. 
So now mind you, I've been eating right, but I ain't ran like two months. And I was telling them, I was like, man, what's crazy is, you know, it's the difference between being in decent uh, health shape, right? Your typical person walking around. But that's vastly different from being in great cardiovascular shape. I was like, and then it's so even like, different. It's, it's even different than being in fighting shape. Right. You know exactly. So, so I think I think you got to really stay uh, in the gym, working on your craft, kind of year round, and stay ready and stay sharp. Maybe not sparring, but you got to really stay uh, stay at it. All right. So you? what about you, my man? I mean, all the same thing, man. You you, you keep your body in the shape that that you know you stay you stay in condition by doing the things that you do. You know. Uh, you don't pull a Ricky hat. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, so so that's what it is. I mean, you stay, you stay, uh, you stay fighting. I mean, training just like you, just like you gotta fight. Like you know, what I'm saying, I think Bud Crawford, like a lot of guys do. You know, Floyd Mayweather, a lot of guys, they they train year round. They stay in fighting shape. Mm -hmm. They stay around. They gotta the fight fighting weight. And I right, think that's right. around the fighting weight, more depth. Okay, uh, you know, y'all want to know my answer? Yeah, what's, yeah, what's your answer? What is? <laughs> On his days off, you don't need to be doing a bunch of goddamn interviews. I appreciate it from popping up, man. So 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 I'm jumping into something with with uh you know piggybacking off of wear and tear. Man, I, I I was reading some rumors and I saw a report that, you know, you were supposed to fight Carl Frampton at the end of this year. Um, you know, life happens. Everybody's aware of COVID, your situation and all that. So um, things got pushed back. Um, will, will that fight get made at the top of uh, next year? And I've also heard rumors like you were thinking about stepping away after that one. Is that true? You know. No, nah, I had to change. I, like, I just need, you know, the words like, Last fight, man, I was training like camp wise, training camo from like end of April all the way to September. And you guys know, wow. you know, mm -hmm. people like say, like, even like guys like Floyd say, like, like even like Floyd say, like, average camp should be six to eight weeks. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. I was in camp, then they half a year for one fight. And on top of that, in the mix of that, I had caught the COVID. I'm trying to fight through that. You know what I mean? So my body wasn't still 100%. But, you know, me being a champion, you want to fight through that. And um, and live your obligations, but it wasn't to like you know, like I said, I spoke with Bud, I spoke with Arrow, you know, it's crazy. Like I said, them guys like separately, I spoke with those two guys, and like they were just like, bro, you still have a fighter, you just need a break. You've been working like crazy for like one fight for months, you know, the whole I missed the whole space, the whole summer was gone. Spring, right, going from the end of spring to summertime, you know, going into the fall, I was still training for one fight. So like when I had to like um. You know, just just take the time off at the after the Okendo fight, just chill and relax and just enjoy life again. Then I started, you know, started, started you know, and, and basically got back into the role of being a fan of boxing. That's how, that's how I started. You know, you mm -hmm. have to love the sport first. And I just started seeing everything that was going around, and you, you get that hunger back. So I was like, yo, and um, I took the time off, and I came back for this, you know, for this fight, which is the friendly fight now. Matter of fact, I'm training for the friendly fight. You know, I'm telling you right. guys. As of now, let's go, let's go, let's go. Right. As of now, the, the day that they have set is February sixth for um okay. the day before Super the day before the Super Bowl. Like I said, we we originally tried to go for January sixteenth, but um ESPN over here in the States and um the BT sports over there in the UK, they couldn't get it, they couldn't they, they want that fight 
um, on both ends, but they wanted they had to have to have, have the same date, and they couldn't get the same date, so they had to push it to where they both can agree where they can air it. So February sixth is the date, and then you know Super Bowl weekend, of course, you know that's a big weekend, you know, yeah, so right. Put on a big fight, and then the next day have a Super Bowl for everybody to enjoy. But um, when I came into camp, man, I had I just had oh, wow. basically a new sense of motivation. Like, okay, I was just hungry again. And then like you know, you guys all heard the news. Like you know, I work for MTK Sports now. And you know we're not looking past anybody, but the thing is, after the after we defend the junior lightweight title, the real title, you know, we're looking at after moving up back up to lightweight where I started at, okay. and, uh, getting another world title opportunity there. So when you say stuff like that, like you got the opportunity to, to not only defend your title on the big stage, but then win another world title, of course you're gonna, you know, that, that's gonna get that motivation, that hunger back in, in you. You know what I mean? It's, of course, hey, we all know, like I said, boxing is business first, and you know the pay has to be right. But like I said, if you can cement your your name, you know, in, in stone, and do great things, and, and especially when you have the ability to, to to continue to do great things, hey, why not go for it? Okay, okay. Now, 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 now I'm glad to hear that. Just you know, with 22 fights and 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 23 fights and a and me to me a bright future. Right. Um, that brings me to my next question. Um, we got some people swimming around, you know, the 130 division, four, give or take four or five pounds. Gary Russell's been talking about he'll go up. You got Javante Davis just put on his performance. Mm -hmm. what, guys, Shakur. Shakur's in yeah. there, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So what are your dream matchups? And I know you can't disregard Carl Frampton. but he's definitely right. uh, a prime opponent. But just if you had your way of things – are you looking to unify or are you looking for the next? It's crazy, man. Like, that was my whole goal when I first won the, won the title was actually the um, – they tried to give me the fight for Chuck, and we agreed to it. We agreed to it twice. And twice okay. and twice it, we pretty much got turned down. Cause, and, I, and I give Chuck the respect because um, he's the number one man in the division. He's had the most, um, you know, title defenses. He, had, he holds the WBC title or whatever. So it wasn't like – it wasn't like – it never for me. It never comes off as arrogance. I because I, I give him that respect. Okay, he's number one. They got him. You know, the ring magazine got him listed as number one. And my whole goal was to get that um that ring that ring magazine title because we all know our history. Whoever yeah. holds that title basically says you. Oh, that that's the best. You know, that's Garrett. That's no right. no doubt. Right. That's the best in the division. Yeah, so, there's no politics. That's that's yeah the, yeah. Exactly. To was that's just on IG Live exactly. running around yeah, with the, uh, the ring belt. That's the man. Like, Jamel Charlo, he got they put the ring title on the line. He's the best in that in his division, you know what I mean? Like, you know, in terms of what's with division, I like I said, Arrow's my dudes, Buzz my dudes. But if you we see until those two fight, they not Woo! giving that they not giving that title out to nobody until those right. two fight. You feel what I'm saying? So when I look at it as like, you know, any because we look at it, we today's boxing, you you guys know it's politics. So it's like anybody can pretty much grab a belt. But when you get that ring title, that means you actually fought the best in the in the division to get that belt. You know what I mean? So right. that was my main thing to fight for Chelt. And um we used like, you know, you seen y'all guys seen when I fought Edo. He hopped in the ring. Mm -hmm. And everybody knows when you hop in the ring, okay, you you in there to make a you, know, you try to make a point. So I was thinking like whatever, because you know my y'all know my history. Y'all many didn't think I was gonna do what I did anyway. So I was like, why not continue to keep going and, and proving that is wrong? So I was like, hey, make the fight. So boom. I'll give you the timeline. I won the fight, what, May 2019. We supposed to fight November, that same year. I remember, it's, I don't know what happened. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to never say that he ducked or whatever. I'm just going to say the business side took a toll. But he, instead, we fought a week apart. Remember, he fought Jason Sosa. 
And mm -hmm. then WBO made me part of my mentor was, was Lamont Rose. So I was okay, whatever, cool. So, I, but if you look at the timeline, you think that we both were top ranked. Okay, but Chell fight this week and Jamel fight the next week. You think that's that's a, that's a title collision? That's that's a you know a course collision right there. Boom, we both went our fights. I'm thinking, okay, we're gonna go back to the Chell fight again. Oh no, nah, champ. Um, the team they, they didn't want to take a fight, whatever. So yes, then y'all notice. Instead, he fought. He's now he he's fighting what Valdez, right? Whatever. Remember also, Valdez was coming up from 126 as a WO champion. Now I'm I'm at, I'm at 130 as WO champion, so that makes him the mandatory. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to fight. Uh, I, me and Oscar Valdez are going to fight. And, you know, I ran I ran to his um his um manager out in Cali, and it was like, oh, they gave me all my respect. He's like, oh no, champ, you know, no disrespect, you know, we gonna we want to go a different route. We, 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 they, that's why they went the Bichelt route. But, you know, he was he was my mentor, but instead of fighting me, he decided to take the Bichette route. So I lost another big fight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another big fight on my list. So that's what got me to um, go to top rank, because I seen okay. an article where Carl Frampton said that um, if he can fight Oscar Valdez at 126, he will fight him at 130. So I said, hold up. Why not we make it his worth? And I'll put the title on line to make a big fight, because I'm looking like, you know, you don't want to like in boxing, you know, y'all know how it is. You don't want to be that champion that wasn't a part of the big fights. You know, you yeah, yeah the don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You see everybody else around you. Oh damn, but Chuck got a big fight with Valdez, and this one got a big fight with you know. You got you know Tank with the Leo Santa Cruz. Right. You know what's there for me? So like that's why I went to Tom Rank about fighting Carl Frampton, and that's okay. how we got to where we are now. You know what I mean? So like, and I just said like, and I, and I stuck and I, and I kept with it. You know, I could have easily been like. All right, I'm ready to move up to move up the weight class. Forget it. But now I, I want I want that name on my resume. Okay, I do that. You know, I want to fight. You know, a guy who's a, who's a two-time world champion in two different weight classes, and now he wants to be he he wants to make history becoming the first Irishman to win titles in three weight divisions. But like, yeah, man, like it's crazy. Like I actually tried to make those big unified one thirty. Okay. Yeah, even with the same guys under the same umbrella, and you still see even even guys in the same promoter, you, you can't force these guys to fight you. So I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say, it, champ, you're a five ten junior lightweight. I think that might be a problem for a lot of and guys. It's Southpaw, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, Southpaw, yeah. Right. So like, yeah, and, and like I know my style is awkward, like when like because right. look, they already listen before I fought Edo. Y'all seen the article? There's already Tommaso, oh Edo versus Bachelet unification match rather than. You know, they was already they was already pushing that claim. Once I ruined those plans, I'm thinking I'm gonna step in. It was like, nah, we 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 we, we good, we good, whatever. Nah, nah, fam, nah, so fam like, we good, fam. Yeah, exactly. So it was like, <laughs> like this: if I can't get the unification at 1:30, I might, you know, I might as well just move up and try to take a belt at yeah. 1:35 and get the best. I, I can't, like I, said, I can't afford to sit here and wait on the next man. Cause like I said, man, like. I've been turned down twice by, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not going to say him, but the team, you know, the best fight, the best, the best super featherweight in the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, it is what it is. But like I said, like me at the end of the day, I give everybody credit. Like um, me and my man, my man Tank, we had words in the past, but it never got, it never got, you know, never got serious. And I gave him some respect, you know what I mean? They, they not come up whatever about, you know, y'all know the weight situation or him fighting this one. But, but I, I feel like, hey, man, Tank's still a dangerous dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. What he did to, hey, hey, Leo ain't no walker. Like I said, okay, what you scared about the weight? He made the weight. So you, I can't say he didn't make the, he made the weight. And he did and he perform. Yeah. He, he, he did what he had to do. So I give, you know what I'm saying? So I, I will say like, above me, I will, I will, I will put Tank and Pachel above me. And you know what I mean? And that's just me being real. But like at the end of the day, 
me as a real fighter, you still want to you still want to test yourself and compete with the best guys out there. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, even if guys like Gary Russell or or, or this one or whatever. If people want to see the fight, that's what it is. Like, I'm just, I, I come, like, when I started watching boxing, from my parents and everyone else, I can't, you know, they came from that old school mentality. Like, everybody, regardless of whatever, what the record was, everybody was fighting everybody. The Marvin Hagler, the Tommy Hearns, the Sugar, Sugar Ray came out of li- uh, retirement because they were talking too much trash about it. But like y'all see it, man. Now, like, like I don't want to rag anybody because, like I say, like I say, it's, it's it's more than just the fighter now. It's, it's the people behind the fighter. But they had this whole the business mentality where, like, oh, why, why, why take that fight when we can make 1.5 million for fighting this one, or you know, what I mean, we can still make a lot of money for fighting this one, or now, and then you see now that even the sanctions buyers take they they start to take advantage of it. Oh, okay. Oh, we, we don't talk about that. We can put mm-hmm. a franchise title or a super title or whatever on this. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like I said, man. Like all, all I think I can do is just focus on me. And like Bo said, or just keep winning, and we just have to, you know, we just have to take it one fight at a time. Hey, okay. let me throw a, a quick uh, LeBron James question at you, man. So <laughs> you're 35, man. We all around the same age, right. man. And Father Time is undefeated. So right. I know you got big plans. So how much longer do you see yourself uh, going? Hey, that's what I'm saying. That's, what I'm glad you put it that's why I point out. That's why I can't afford to sit in the way. Let me see if they're going to fight me this time around. Or if I get now, I got to basically just, you know, if I defend my title successfully, which I, I, I feel like I will, no matter what they say. Like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm going back to the old me, which is boxing, just put on a boxing lesson. But, like, you got to start using the politics of some real shit in your favor. Right. Like, with the WBO. You defend it, I move up. Guess who's number one mandatory for the fight for the 35 pound of the deal? You know what I mean? So it's like, I got it. Why, why I have the advantage, I got to use that time. I can't sit there and just wait on this one or, right. or take the layoffs and get, mm-hmm. nah, man, I'm trying, I'm trying to just, just do what I got to do now and, and then, you know, move on and do something else afterwards. Okay. So, and, and, and wait, 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 wait. Now let me let me get some in. Now we ain't gonna go around. So, so real, real quick, man. I just wanna say I just wanna say. Um, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we yeah, are. Okay, okay. One, I see you a decorated you a decorated marine, and we wanna thank you for your service and everything, man. And uh, thank you, bro. I I, I want to know what made you what made you uh, make make the decision to go to the marines, you know, to go to the service in general or whatever. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad. Nah, um, you know, I'm from New York, so like I came up with like you know most of my friends were either out there. Y'all know, y'all know how it goes out there, you know, slinging, killing, and you're doing whatever, man. It's just like, i never forget, I had a teacher, real talk. That was When I was talking about even joining the military, they were just looking at me like, oh, you're just talking, you'll never do it. So that play, that actually played into how I am today. When people try to tell me what I can't do, you know, I go out there and do it. So that's why I was like, you know, they think I'm not going to go out to the military do whatever, I'm going to go out there and do it, you know, do that. Then same thing, um, like I could think another thing, I could have stayed in the military. I, was, I had a good career in the military as a Marine. But then at the Olympics, I was like, you know, at the Olympics, I'm looking at my guys like, damn, you know, because I'm some real shit. I'm always honest with myself. Go back and look at the 2012 team. They looked at us as to be none of us, you know, none of the men at least. Shout out to my, out to my girl, Clarissa and Marlene, who did medal for that team. But when they look at that team, they'd be like, oh, we failed. So, like, and then they started looking at, okay, well, let's see who will be good as pros. And of course, you had guys like Jojo Diaz. Errol Spence and this one, they, they already had guys like Jose Ramirez, Rashid Warren. They already chose like like in terms of like writers, they already chose those dudes to be successful in the pros. But then when they looked at me, because I had the less I had the least amateur experience, even though I was the um the, the team captain on our team, 
it looked at me like, well, you know, he might as well just stick to what he's doing as a Marine. He might not have a good run as a world in, in the pros or even even fight for a world title ever. So when I started seeing that, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna finish my I'm gonna finish my um, my second term enlistment. I'm gonna go pro. And then here I am now. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah, exactly. Like like if you look at that team now, it's on the current world champions is Errol, Jojo, myself, um, Jose Ramirez, um, and Clarissa. Clarissa, man. Yeah, exactly, and, and that and that and that and that's that, that was a very talented team. But like I said, when you when you got somebody like me who, who people will doubt it, and I'm not, I'm still out here, not only as a world champion, but successfully defending it. That says a lot. Yeah, it's, it, so, it, it's a, it says a whole bunch. And just speaking of the current champs, and 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 when you're on the Olympic team with, we you know we something happened yesterday. You know, I think I think the world saw it. Um, I just want to know how do you feel about uh, your man's performance, Errol, and um. He looked a hundred percent back to me. Nah, I, I, listen, I, I was the first one to reach out to him. Like, hey, bro, you know, I'm happy for you because I know his family. Like I said, like Arrow pointed out, um, he was born. He was born. He's born in New York. So a lot of okay. his family I know personally out there. So like, okay. to me, is is bigger than boxing. My main concern, as much as everybody else was, let's see how he looks when he actually gets something when he gets hit with something. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because you know that was an accident. That was that was, that a was horrific. Blessing. Yeah, it, it was it was just a blessing for him just to be even talking to you today. Now, let alone, let alone have his body will react to, you know, taking physical punishment again in the boxing ring. So like, but I mean, I thought he looked, I thought he looked good. He, he did what he had to do. And I'm just glad that he's back. But of course, you know, being now being me as, as the, um, the boxing fan, I would love to see him, him and Bud fight. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. All of us want to see that fight. But um, like I said, he got that out the way. Um, Bud got rid of his, got rid of, you know, people said Kell Brook was his biggest fight at welterweight and he demolished Kell Brook there. So like for the fans, like, of course, I would love to see two both of my brothers fight. You know, it's a sport. I look at it as a sport. I don't take it as, I don't take things personal. Like, oh, nah, we ain't rocking with you. That, nah. <laughs> like, cause like I said, Errol, like, like, he'll come to me on some one-on-one, -on -one, like, bro, like, I'm proud of you. Cause like, he knows like where I came from. He was like, bro, they doubted you here. So like that's just real, you know. That's, that's just that's just real love there. So it's not like I'm gonna switch up or like look at them different. Okay, so so as a as a pure just you know fan sitting back, who you got? I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who ducking that smoke? Hey, 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 to me, I think, listen, man. Both might say something different over here, but I, I think, like I said, man, it's to me, it's a good fight. Listen to both. What? Here we go. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Hey, hey, Errol and Bud. He gonna pull the curtain out. He gonna pull the curtain back. Hey, he a stopping man and nah. See, y'all yeah. right. heard hey, it. Hey, y'all see, y'all, y'all see what y'all see last night. Okay, okay. okay. So, so, so he said, he said, Bud, Bud stopping me now. Inside of me. Inside of me. That's what it is, man. Well, y'all got anything else for the for the champ? One more quick question, right? So you just spoke on uh, the Olympic team and the success of, of the Olympic team and the pros and everything. And you, right. and you talked about your journey and things you've been through, the idols and everything. So I want to speak on a particular fighter that's on the same Olympic team, Clarissa Shields and her mm -hmm. new endeavor. And I want your thoughts Ooh. on that, man. Oh, I want your man. thoughts on... I love, I love, I love Sisko. Don't get me wrong, but... 
that that like that goes to show you like um the frustration she's going through as a fighter in her own sport. Well, definitely, like, definitely. They, for one, they 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 took they basically they, they took away her number one pound pound you know rating, and put her at number two because why? Because her promoter or her management or whatever they couldn't get her they couldn't keep her busy this year. You know what I mean? So like I'm kind of I'm more upset. Her, with the people. her body her body at work. Well, her body at work. She should be able to take off a whole nother year and still have. I'm saying like yo, well, you, her body at work. Want, like, just being an American, period. If you look at just a dying male or female, two, 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 two gold medals. Only. The, the quick, the quickest to ever. She took took Lomachenko. Uh, what 11, 12, 11, 12 fights to, to get the world title. Her team. You know what I'm saying, like, like she, you don't hear about that. You don't hear about that. That's what I'm saying. That, that, you know they'll argue with you. Well, the women's division. Yeah. Listen, man. I look at I look at what Eddie Hearn is doing over there for his female fighters, and y'all see. They got a damn. If you look at it, they got a damn. Uh, um, they got women headlining over there in the UK mm-hmm. every month or so. You know, and and they be good fights. You know what I mean? It, it's not. It's not. It's not the days where like you know respect. I, I love Lila Adib, but like you can't name too many fighters that she was beating up on that was at her level. You know what I mean? But in today's women's boxing, you got a lot of even matchups at a high level. Like you know, you got um Kaylee Taylor's and then, right. you know, um, my girl, Mika- um, Michaela uh, Mayer. Jessica McCaskill. Exactly. Jessica McCaskill. Mm-hmm. You know, you, us being as male fans of the sport, so you're right. we actually, right. yeah, we actually named a, yeah. a, 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 a handful of female fighters that right. are good and, and those same, right. and around that same way. So it's not like you can't say that women's division isn't is, is, is in, um, competitive because it's probably better than it was five years ago now. Right. Than it's ever been, yeah. A lot of these girls step up the game, and, you know, and, and they have to do it, but like, I just think that whole thing um, just shows the frustration that like she just loves to fight and she's got to do oh, whatever definitely. she do. Just oh, you know, to stay, to stay and fight. Like yeah, like I pointed out early, you know, to stay fight shape ready all year round is crazy. But like you know, I'd rather see her in her natural element because like come on man, like you wouldn't you wouldn't like you wouldn't hear if Floyd if Floyd Mayweather was 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 actually boxing today and number one pound pound. Would you hear him talking about some? Oh, I just signed up for um. For some yeah, right, 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 nah. right. You know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. Because, because you need, because he likes to, he he has he has the the Al Heyman right. and the promoter behind him. Right. I, like right. I just think she needs a better. Like I said, I tell her too. Like she needs a better team. Because like I mean, look at it. Michaela is it was Olympian on the 2016 team. She has top rank behind her. You know what I mean? Katie telling them and a, lot, and a group of them they have the you know the match room Eddie Hearn the zone. Yeah, the machine. zone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and it's like you can't even really you know really point out much of who. Clarissa's manager or promoter, or exactly. if they're if they're exactly. big, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. She's out, it's like if anything, she's out there getting, she's out there fighting to get the fights herself. Y'all see it? She get out there right. on Twitter. She's out there calling for this fight or that fight. I, but but like you right. don't have, but you, you look at the other side. Kayla Taylor quiet as hell. But she know why? Because yeah. she got she got Eddie Hearn in, in her yeah, people. Yeah, they talk. You know what I mean? Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. Behind, and our country's behind her like that, you know. We need I'm to saying, I mean, Taylor, she got Bob Arum, man, 90 right. years old, still out there doing his thing, but she got the, the top rank train behind Michaela. It's like Clarissa, Clarissa's out here, you know, fending for self, and, and, and it's a shame because, like I said, she got all these world titles in, in multiple divisions now, and you know, she was the first. She was the, she was the first ever. Nothing. She was the first ever ring magazine pound for pound women's you know women's champion, and just and then like a few months later. Because she goes stay active, they take our rating away, and they, and they move Kayla Taylor up. And there's nothing against Kayla because Katie's a hell of a fighter. But Katie, yeah. has, she has that she has that machine behind her. Yeah, but, but also, also she went, she went life or death, man. I mean, you can't think of no life or death fight that Clarissa been in life or death. She got knocked down and got up and handled business. 
Like, yeah, definitely yeah, Bassoon. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. Bassoon. Them fights could have went either way. As a, right. Yeah, so, you right. know, they, I mean, hey, Christine was a Christina Hammer. They thought that was going to be her big shine. She, right, right. I thought she could have stopped her. If she really, really pushed for it, she could have stopped her. But that just goes to show you how dominant she is. And, and it's just sad that she doesn't have that big backing that she deserves. But I hope, you know what? Again, she get, you know, she gets the right, you know, people behind her and get back to the sport. Because I ain't feeling that whole MMA. Because you know what they're going to do. Once you look mediocre in the MMA, what they going to do on, on the box? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're gonna look that great anyway. She keeps herself to quote. She ain't look out. I already, y'all know it's gonna come. Yeah, so I mean, and to that point, man, so having a team around you is very important. Just uh, yeah. looking at the politics of boxing. So I completely agree. Um, we got we got anything else for the channel? Yeah, hold on. I gotta give them a lifestyle question. Now, over here at Boxing Vibes TV, man, we boxing news, events, and lifestyle. So I gotta <laughs> ask you when you're getting hyper, you're in the gym, when. You and Bud and all them in the gym working out. Right. What's in the headphones, man? What's in the headphones? Oh, shit. Listen, Bud crazy has to get in the gym. We got, he, you know, if you look at any of the videos I put on Instagram, my story, man, we listen to everything. Like, Bud is, like, he got me listening to all the 80s class. I'm telling you, y'all see you came out to <laughs> Yeah, you heard came out of Shaggy Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't discriminate. We, we, but, like, it's yeah, no, but, but y'all, like, so we all from <laughs> the same background. Y'all know our parents are grand. We listen right. to all that come on from, like, I listen from, like, temps, four tops, and all that to everything that's going on even today. Okay, that's what's. But you know what it is? You don't have the same mood every day. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. right. You know, some days I put on some motherfucking '90s woo, but something next to next. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm playing motherfucking on Bell Biz the Vogue in the background. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sticking to my roots, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most yeah, definitely. Well, well, from an Army veteran to Marine veteran and boxing by CV, man, we appreciate your time, champ. Most man, we appreciate through, it. Man. Oh yeah, all of fan forever, baby. Y'all gotta catch me again when 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 Bud is here. I'm, I'm gonna get his ass sit down with me. You know what I'm saying? We can oh, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, please most definitely. We done right, we, 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 we done met him about we done met him about five times, man. Right, but now, now we got super now, cool, dude. Now, now, now we have an ally. To, to, tell me, know, tell, me tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me this though, but but Bud. He's a lot different in person than what people think he is. And he's like, super think, cool. That's not, yo, super people man. think he's like this, this cold dude that, nah, man, oh. he's he, right. a big so, He was in the casino. What, wasn't he in the casino? Solo. Solo, all by himself. Solo, solo. Years Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay, made with a Pacquiao weekend, man. Two, three in the morning, solo, dolo by himself, man. That's hey, and man. Fury Wilder, bro. Wasn't it Fury Wilder? Where else we saw him? Where we just saw him this year. Yeah, Fury Wilder and him. Yeah, so yeah. shout out to Bud, man. So most definitely, champ. We appreciate it, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, y'all love, man. Y'all take care. Hit me up anytime, though, man. All right, all right man. We wish you all the best, man. All right, much love, bro.